Welcome to the Texas Sports Hall of Fame podcast, where legends share legendary stories. Presented by Tablet Suites, Waco Northeast. This episode, stories from the Hail Mary game, featuring Dallas Cowboys legends Charlie Waters and Billy Joe Dupree. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Texas Sports Hall of Fame podcast presented by Tamplay Suites, Waco Northeast. I am author and oral historian Jackson Michael. And in episode 24 of the Texas Sports Hall of Fame podcast, Dallas Cowboys receiver Drew Pearson shared stories about his life and some of the greatest moments in his NFL career with the Dallas Cowboys. Of course, likely the most famous play of his career came near the end of the 1975 NFC Divisional Playoff at Minnesota when he made the catch of the legendary Hail Mary pass thrown by Roger Staubach. In this episode, we'll go over that game a bit more and add in stories from two other Cowboys, safety Charlie Waters and tight end Billy Joe Dupree. Both provided interviews at Texas Sports Hall of Fame events, Charlie Waters at his induction ceremony in 2021, and Billy Joe Dupree at the Texas Sports Hall of Fame annual golf tournament hosted by Bob Lilly, which takes place each June. The Hail Mary game is remembered for one play, but it was so much more than that. Both Billy Joe Dupree and Charlie Waters made important plays in that game, and we will discuss them on this show. Waters made perhaps the most significant play of his career in that game, and the Texas Sports Hall of Fame podcast is dedicated to remembering moments that often get overlooked. The play that Charlie Waters made is perhaps the most unsung play in Dallas Cowboys history. The Dallas Cowboys traveled to Metropolitan Stadium in Bloomington, Minnesota for the 1975 NFC Divisional Playoff game against the Minnesota Vikings. The Cowboys entered the playoffs as a wild card with a 10-4 regular season record. The Vikings won the NFC Central with a 12-2 record and had gone to the last two Super Bowls. The Vikings scored the most points in the NFC that season and gave up the second fewest points in the conference. The thermometer sat at a chilly 27 degrees for the 12.05 p.m. kickoff. Dallas needed to slow down Minnesota's powerful offense led by scrambling quarterback Fran Tarkenton, who had broken Johnny Unitas' NFL career record for the most completions earlier that season. The Cowboys also needed to find a way to break through the vicious Minnesota defense known as the Purple People Eaters, led by Hall of Fame defensive linemen Alan Page and Carl Eller. The Vikings defense nearly created disaster midway through the first quarter. Alan Page forced a fumble in Dallas territory and several Vikings had a chance to recover. Offensive lineman Blaine Nye made a fortunate recovery for the Cowboys, and the first quarter ended scoreless. The Cowboys wouldn't prove as lucky in the second quarter. Cliff Harris signaled for a fair catch on a Minnesota punt. A Viking crashed into him as the ball headed towards Harris. 
No penalty was called on the play, and the officials declared a fumble. The Vikings got the ball on the Dallas four-yard line. Minnesota cashed the turnover into a touchdown and a 7-2-0 lead. Both defenses played splendidly in the first half, and the score remained 7-0 in favor of the Vikings as the teams headed into the locker rooms at halftime. The Cowboys tied the game at 7 on their first possession of the second half by driving 72 yards in 9 plays. On that drive, a key reception was made by tight end Billy Joe Dupree. His catch brought the Cowboys inside the Vikings 20-yard line, and that drive was capped off by a Doug Dennison touchdown. The game was tied at 7 throughout the third quarter. The Cowboys took the lead on the opening play of the fourth quarter as a Tony Fritz field goal gave Dallas a 10-7 advantage. This game featured an action-packed fourth quarter. Minnesota's offense revived itself when the Vikings got the ball back with just over 11 minutes left in the game. The drive started rough with a penalty and a fumble, but Minnesota overcame the penalty and recovered their own fumble. Tarkenton then hit his first of four completions on a drive that mixed a shared rushing attack featuring Chuck Foreman and Brent McClanahan. McClanahan took the ball over the goal line to top off a drive that he raced over six minutes off the clock and gave the Vikings a 14-10 lead. Roger Staubach wasn't quite well known for fourth quarter comebacks yet, although he guided a fourth quarter comeback against the 49ers in the 1972 playoffs. When Dallas got the ball back with just over five minutes left in the 1975 NFC Divisional Playoff game, they trailed by four and their offense showed no signs of magic. An incompletion, a sack, and a delay of game penalty left the Cowboys deep in their own territory with a third and long. Staubach fumbled while scrambling on the next play, but made a fortunate recovery. Dallas punted the ball away, and Minnesota owned a good chance to run out the clock if they picked up a first down. The Cowboys had their backs against the wall. A big defensive stand was needed if Dallas had any chance to win the 1975 NFC Divisional Playoff. When we return, we'll hear stories from Dallas Cowboys legends Charlie Waters and Billy Joe Dupree about the final minutes of the Hail Mary game on the Texas Sports Hall of Fame podcast, presented by Town Play Suites, Waco Northeast. When you come to Waco, be sure to stay at the Town Place Suites Waco Northeast, located just a short distance from the Texas Sports Hall of Fame. You'll start your day off with a delicious complimentary breakfast, and you'll also enjoy the Town Place Suites free Wi-Fi, fitness center, and pool. Next time you come to Waco, Make the Town Place Suites Waco Northeast your home base on the road. Welcome back to Stories from the Hail Mary Game, 
on the Texas Sports Hall of Fame podcast, presented by Tampa Suisse, Waco Northeast. Minnesota led 14 to 10 with just over three minutes left in the 1975 NFC Divisional Playoff. A first down could have sealed the win for the Vikings. Minnesota also owned great field position at their own 45. After two fairly successful running plays, the Vikings had a third down and two at the Dallas 47. Charlie Waters called timeout for the Cowboys. He walked over to the sideline by himself to speak with Cowboys defensive assistant coach Gene Stallings about what he thought might happen on the next play. Waters tells us about that conversation. Earlier in the game, they had a similar situation, a third and one and a half, I think, and Tarkenton ran a play, a bootleg out, just take the ball and ran out to the sideline with lead blockers. And if the guy was open in the flat, he'd throw it to him, if not, he'd run and get the first. So that's what he did. He, so I went over there to Gene and went on the sidelines, and I said, Gene, look here. When he did that play before, I did my job by stopping the blocker that was blocking on me and turning the play in, and Tarkenton got the first down because he ran it and he's great at escaping. So I said, let me juke this guy. Let me see if I can make this guy miss me, and I'll get Tarkenton. And I asked Gene that on the sidelines. He says, Charles, I knew I was in trouble when he said Charles. So, Charles, if you don't make the play, we're both going to get fired. Charlie Waters predicted the play perfectly. He lined up just behind the line of scrimmage on the left side of the Cowboys line to the right of Vikings quarterback Fran Tarkenton. Tarkenton took the snap, rolled out to his right, and Waters quickly grabbed Tarkenton and dragged him to the ground for a three-yard loss. It was an exceptional defensive play. I grabbed Tarkenton around the neck front of his jersey and threw him to the ground and almost got the football out and they punted and the Hail Mary was about two plays later and that was the end of it. What so. did what did Coach Stalling say to you after oh. that after you had made the play? <laughs> He's, he said, I'm so glad you made the play. Because, <laughs> I mean, you know, Coach Landry used to say, if you don't do your job exactly as we designed the defense, then you sure better make the play, you know. So that's what I, I was basing this stuff on, you know. When my, and I said, look, I know what he's going to run because I was a quarterback long ago, and I knew Tarkenton had it in his brain. He says, I'm going to get the first down. I can run it myself. I can get a yard on by running on the outside. Well, I got him behind the line of scrimmage. So Gene was really pleased that I made the play. <laughs> that play that Charlie Waters predicted and snuffed out made a huge difference in the outcome of the game. His tackle of Tarkenton forced the Vikings to punt after the two-minute warning and gave the Cowboys' offense a chance to make history. Without Waters' play, however, Dallas might have never gotten the ball back in that game. Instead, the Cowboys had an opportunity to win the game, and they took advantage of it. Quarterback Roger Staubach heaved a 50-yard pass to Drew Pearson for a touchdown and a 17-14 Dallas victory. 
That play landed itself in NFL lore and became known as the Hail Mary. Drew Pearson spoke about the Cowboys' legendary drive and his historic catch in episode 24 of the Texas Sports Hall of Fame podcast. And you can hear all about that game-winning drive and his memories on that episode. I spoke with Cowboys tight end Billy Joe Dupree about the legendary Hail Mary play at the Texas Sports Hall of Fame's annual Bob Lilly Celebrity Golf Tournament, which happens each June in Waco. I just had to come across the field, and Drew went up the field and then back to the corner. And Roger took a look at me, left the quarterback away to his left, and then threw it back right to uh, Drew. Then it was incidental contact. These days it may have been pass interference on the defense. I remember seeing the ball in the air, and I also remember or seeing that the ball was thrown a little bit behind Drew, but the defender was facing Drew with his back to the ball, and Drew just happened to come back through him to uh, get to the ball. If the defender would have turned, he probably would have intercepted the ball, but Drew made a great play on it and to be able to win the game. The Cowboys won the game 17-14, to and knocked the two-time defending NFC champions out of the playoffs. Dallas next played at Los Angeles against the Rams in the 1975 NFC Championship game. Preston Pearson scored three touchdowns for the Cowboys as Dallas crushed the Rams 37-7. The win placed Dallas in Super Bowl X against the Pittsburgh Steelers. The enduring memory of the 1975 Cowboys remains the Hail Mary game, however. And Drew Pearson's catch of Roger Staubach's pass remains one of the most famous plays in NFL history. But if it wasn't for Charlie Waters making what was perhaps the most important play of his career, the Cowboys offense might have never gotten the ball back to make that historic play. Thank you for listening to the Texas Sports Hall of Fame podcast presented by Tablet Suites, Waco Northeast. Come visit the Texas Sports Hall of Fame in Waco and when you do, book your stay at the Tablet Suites, Waco Northeast.